0: Welcome to another episode of the Boga Hunting Podcast. First up is First Light. For whitetail hunters like us, the mid to late season or the rut can be miserable if we don't have the right clothing. New to 2019, the Solitude system from First Light is the perfect insulated soft shell clothing system for tree saddle and tree stand hunters like us. Whether worn on their own or combined together, the Solitude kit offers versatility for the whitetail hunter. One of the things we like best about this system is the kit link pass through pocket. Basically, you put the jacket on, you can zip these pockets down, and you can actually reach into the bibs Fleece Line Chest Muff Pocket to warm your hands up and access all the items you've got stored in there. To learn more about First Light's new Solitude System, head over to their website, firstlight.com. Thanks. So anyways, welcome to Rutcation with Boga Hunting. We are recording on location today in a... In undis- the teepee. Indisclosed, undisclosed location in Wisconsin ish somebody asked us where we were we told them Wisconsin ish so today we wanted to take some time to talk about our strategy here uh, how we prepared for it both from a hunting standpoint and a filming standpoint and then we're going to get into uh, the specifics of our hunt we're going to divide this into two different episodes over the next two weeks so we hope you enjoy first off we want to introduce somebody that is new to boga hunting and is new to our group and we got to spend some time with this week mark hey how's it going
1: great Happy to be here.
0: So before we get go too f- much farther, you want to tell everybody who you are, where you come from, came from, how we got to know each other.
1: Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, uh, give us the juicy detail. Yeah.
0: So my name is Mark
1: Moline. I was born and raised in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Spent some time in both Vermont and Colorado. Wait, Wait. Vermont? That's you didn't correct. You didn't, didn't tell say me that. that before. Yes,
0: I did. Where? I don't know, Not much about it. Tell me about the Vermont phase. Yeah, I worked Stowe Mountain Resort. Oh, you And
1: for that, Rome Snowboards. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, yeah, spent a handful of years out in Colorado, uh, mostly in the snow sports industry. Moved back to Grand Rapids and kind of got myself back into hunting at that point. I was sort of away from it for a while and Mm -hmm. took the the deep dive once I got back to Michigan into all things bow hunting.
0: What was the catalyst for the the deep dive back into bow hunting?
1: Um, You know, it was a big passion of mine growing up. And I think just circumstantially, I sort of strayed away from it. I was really into snowboarding, and that just sort of took most of of my time during my 20s and money, and it was hard being out of state, you know, not having a lot of those connections and resources here. Back in Michigan, I've got a family farm, a couple hundred acres that I grew up hunting, and just that's where I'd always hunted. I'd never really explored outside of that. It's kind of now at this point that I'm really starting to do more of
0: that so you uh snowboarded for years did you grow up snowboarding
1: i did yeah i was pretty
0: much born and raised riding boards snowboards skateboards surfboards yeah interesting boards boards all about the boards i just started getting back into it i started skiing i don't know if i told you that yeah you you ski ski? yeah Yeah, i've been skiing i've been skiing it's fun i'm not very good at it like I, i snowboarded in high school and then i stopped and i feel like when i tried to get back into it I feel like my my level of willingness to do something like that has changed. I don't know. I don't know what what point, but it's like it feels a little dangerous. Oh, for sure, it takes you know a toll I mean? on you.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm wrestling with these questions right now with uh, two young boys trying to yeah, figure out yeah. just how much I want them involved because it took a toll on my body. It I, hurts. I still feel it every day when I wake up. Uh, hunting uh, you know it has its challenges but I feel like it's much lower impact and I will say that's been at least in the last three and a half years since the birth of my first son been a real driver in getting more involved in the outdoors So I look at their future and I say hey what do I want for these two young guys and I think the more I can get them entrenched in the outdoor world the better it will be
0: for them so you've been taking them hunting
1: uh, I have, yeah. Yeah, I took my three-and-a-half-year-old for his first hunt with dad for the early antlerless season in Michigan.
0: This year, and you got, you were successful, right? We
1: did, yeah, yeah. He had a, a bit of a cold, so a pretty bad cough. That made things interesting. We had, we were sitting on a food plot in a box blind, and he coughed both times that the first uh, few groups of does came in and blew him out. And then... Uh, <laughs> the The second group that came in had one big doe with them, and she was very curious about what the coffee noise was. Yeah, right, right. And came in to check us out at about 15 yards, and stepped broadside, took the shot, and he looked up at me and said, "Nice shot, Daddy." Yeah, and I right. <laughs> so I she like, came in. Right, she to came. Check it out. She came in to scope it out. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, a little insider tip. Yeah, just cough a little bit. Or bring a a three-and-a-half-year-old to cough for you. It's a certain, (laughs) you know, the
0: tone, (laughs) you know, a different note. Exactly. If a a full-grown man did it, it, they'd be gone. So we, you know, we're we're here in Wisconsin. This is our first time hunting with you. Yeah. Uh, We met you at the 3D shoot we did. What was that? It was uh, just before opening day
2: of October up in Rockford at the West Michigan Archery Center. That's right, yep. You were shooting. Slipped into your
1: DMs. You yeah. did, you did. Yep. You slid. reached out and just said, "Hey, what's up, guys?" Hey. I just realized cool. <laughs> you're from GR, and I am too. Yeah, trying to take this hunting thing a little more seriously. That was uh, photo and video stuff. We should talk. That yeah. was
0: really cool. We had we had message back and forth. We met and we did the 3D shoot, which was a great, a great turnout. It was mm-hmm. kind was of a such last a fun minute day. deal. Such so a fun fun day. Yeah, we we shot pictures <laughs> with you and JD for a while, which was cool. And we thought, hey, you know, we're going to Wisconsin for our what we've been calling our rutcation. Mm-hmm. And uh, we thought, hey, man, you should come. So what I wanted to do with the first part of this podcast is, is talk to people about how we prepared because there's a lot of preparation that's going. To, you, you had the crash. You had to go real quick you know, make as many plans as you could because, you know, you were kind of brought in last minute. It kind of felt like Mm -hmm. Jared and I had been talking about places to go and and things for a long time. So why don't we start there? When we were first planning this place, you know, Jared, why don't you talk about how we we decided to pick a place like where we are right now? And don't say the name because, you know, what if we want to come back and we don't want all of our... Right.
2: No, obviously we wanted a place where we could go out of state. We wanted to do an out-of-state hunt. Uh, we want it to be affordable. Why and do we want to go out of state? I don't know. You, you got something wrong with Mi- something wrong with Michigan? No, it's just we were just wanted that new adventure. We wanted that new place, some place we hadn't been before, to maybe even test our own hunting skills. Yep. Are we able to find deer? Are we able to get on them? Oh, Are boy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Which <laughs> they were tested.
2: They, were, they tested? were tested, yes. So affordability, adventure, and I don't know. New. Just new. That new yeah. new. That new place that we had never been before so we narrowed down a couple different places we actually had talked about going to Idaho and going elk hunting yeah we did at the beginning but I think a couple different things came up and we put a kibosh on that and we decided you know what let's just stick to whitetail we'll stick to what we're good at for right now and we kind of narrowed things down again yeah and we decided to go to Wisconsin
0: so we started with the state Mm mm-hmm We then started doing some research for figuring out, you know, there's a lot of counties. There's a lot Mm -hmm. of—Wisconsin's a big state. The next thing that we did was focus on harvest statistics by Mm -hmm. county. You know, what had high, you know, high success rates based on just total kills. Yep. What had lower hunter density, and then what had, you know, more trophy caliber deer, which took a little while. But actually, all that information is is available online. online. Yep. Yep. Most states have it, and through the website. And one cool thing about Wisconsin that I actually should say this is our first year buying a tag in Wisconsin, a non-resident, which, yeah. as a non-resident, which they give you a, a discount uh, for doing that. So our tags were actually half off. So I did not know that. I feel like that's not very widely publicized, but that's You're a welcome. great thing to know. Like I wish I would have known that years ago. I probably would have come a lot earlier. Mm-hmm. I, Spent time in like Illinois and stuff, and that, it could have could have saved me some cash. So and
1: correct me if I'm wrong, you got some bonus tags too out of the dealer, right?
0: Yeah, With, we got that, that bug tag
1: situation.
0: Yeah, they, they, there's terrible CWD. We were talking to Jan from Arrow Hunter. He said like him and the guys that, that the past five deer that they killed, four of the five tested positive for CWD, and he said that's not terribly uncommon out here. So that's we crazy. got. We got actually bonus tags for a different county we ended up not going to south of us. For each of us, we mm-hmm. could have shot four additional does. We, we didn't get them in the county we're in because they were out, which was too bad because these last couple of days, I think we would have had a couple of does Definitely down. could have filled
2: a couple of those.
0: Yeah. So obviously, like you mentioned, you know, pick a state near us. We wanted to kind of keep it to the Great Lakes yep. region. Um, we're we're. Pretty passionate about this area of the country. To, Wisconsin's kind of like known for for whitetail. It's got this cool history. You know, not to give too much away. We decided to stick with the driftless region, kind of the southwest, just because you know we had talked about this a lot. It's just a different topography than anything you're going to really see in many other places. Just because you know the driftless region for people that region for people that haven't ever been here is is untouched by the glaciers that basically formed Michigan, Wisconsin, Minnesota. You know the Midwest. It's a corner of of the country that has not been touched by glaciers. So you see these giant hills and cliffs and these cool rivers that we've got to spend a lot of time in, Mm -hmm. hunt over, and really impacted our hunt, which we'll probably talk about later on um so that was that was big for me big for us and deciding you know there's the there's the strategy side so harvest statistics and obviously trying to find public land where there's you know a lot of public land and lower hunter density but also like let's find something cool something beautiful and something we can like have a lot of fun sitting around looking at so mark you know we we brought you in a little bit later but you've been filming for us i mean and i gotta say mark has gone hard for uh, for a guy that's not actually hunting he has been out we've this is we hunted hard this week. We've been out for hours and hours. Um, it was a week. The the temperatures has <laughs> we, we could say the temperatures have fluctuated. We've seen bit. it all. <laughs> We've seen it all. Um, how did you when you when we we first decided hey you're doing this? What was your kind of describe your thought process and how you went about preparing for for a trip like this? I mean
1: I don't think it was too unfamiliar to me as far as the hunting side is concerned. Right. I felt well-prepared in that regard. The saddle was a little new to me. We had had a bit of a test hunt that I got to try it out. and make With sure Jared back was, in yeah, Michigan. Yep, 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 back in Michigan, yep, hunting some public land. You were hunting there. my saddle. That's right. Yep. How did it fit? Did you, how, it's like you're
0: sitting in my buns. <laughs> <laughs> I, I won't go there. Uh, <laughs> That's a good call. Yeah.
1: No, it was good. But yeah, getting my own system dialed in and doing the more mobile hunting, that was somewhat new for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been, for the past couple of years, running a ultralight stand and climbing sticks and doing it that way, mostly on my own private property, yep. but just trying to do that hang and bang type that's yep. where they're moving mm-hmm. go get them get semi-mobile <coughs> but yeah still get out of contain. there but yep but still focusing primarily on set tree stands and that kind of thing so i think we put in and tore down 10 times oh so yeah nine, it's either nine or ten times this week this this week yeah yeah man. was it really it, it
0: yeah a couple of, well are you counting all the times we were doing the pushes and we'd get up yeah that yeah i would that? count that
1: yeah yeah That's the count
0: that because after a while man Yeah, it was five days. We pretty much
1: did morning and night. I mean, the first afternoon, or I guess it was first day of hunting afternoon, we didn't put in an evening set. That's right. But we hiked enough to make it more than... (laughs) No, it's the only time we Uh, had success, which we'll talk about later. Yes, we will. Somebody Um, had success. Yeah, so as far as prep goes, it was just making sure the... I mean, really, camera gear was dialed. I've done quite a bit of self-filming. Most of the photo-video work that I do is commercial and is much different than this. Um, I'm used to having a lot more control over the situation where this is, you get it while the iron's hot, just making sure that you can get in that tree fast and get set up and that, especially later in the week, batteries work and that camera lenses aren't full of moisture and uh with the the brutal temperature swing that we had and the precipitation and everything else it has been a major struggle yeah this week and there's you know stuff that i didn't really anticipate that got taken consideration moving forward Mm -hmm.
0: well and i feel like i was with you when you learned a valuable lesson this week Oh, which one <laughs> <laughs> no, a real value the one that monetarily valuable lesson
1: yeah the, the monetary valuable lesson is stick to your method and if you stray outside of it be on point for damage that could be caused i was getting down <laughs> from our i think fourth day of hunting in the morning and it was single digit temps Br- just, <laughs> bru- <cold>. just brutal just <laughs> brutal And we were on a buck. We didn't know what it was. We had seen his tracks come through. I'm sure James will get into the full details of of that story. But yeah, returned to the blind after doing a kind of soft push through a section to see if we could bump him out of his bedding and climb back up. I had set James up with my camera, got to my ring of steps, and flipped the ring of steps, forgetting that I had strung my backpack through a a (laughs) clipter on the, the back of it, and my... Entire camera bag plummeted to the ground, landing on a <laughs> steep hillside <laughs> that was covered in snow and brush. Which, thank goodness, I believe broke the fall. Yeah, I think and, it did. It cushioned and, uh, it. And no, no damage was done, but yeah, my.
0: And then it fell in a creek after that. Yes. So I yes, was to which running. You, to get yeah, in.
1: retrieved it from the creek like, before oh, If the fall water didn't kill could get it, the inside water. The, <laughs> <laughs> the water. The frigid yeah.
0: water will. But before we move on, I wanted to take a minute to thank one of our show sponsors, Pelican Coolers. These coolers are extremely tough and backed by a lifetime warranty. But what I like most about our coolers is that as tough as they are, they can be opened with the push of a button. So it'll keep the bears out, but you won't have any trouble getting in. And it gets even better. Right now, if you type in pelicancoolers.com hotboga, you'll get a free tumbler with the purchase of any cooler. and We all use the uh, 32-ounce tumbler, and it does an amazing job at keeping hot drinks hot for a very long time and cold drinks cold for a very long time. I'm going to do something maybe a bit unusual or something that I haven't done yet, but I'm going to throw out a James D. Guarantee, which is something I don't just toss around willy-nilly. I'm going to James D. Guarantee that if you buy one of these coolers, you'll have the best cooler experience you've ever had, and you'll be changed as a person for the better. Your life will be totally different from here on out so don't take my word for it go check them out for yourself pelicancoolers.com slash hotboga and now back to our show yep i think everything was all good so Um, lesson learned i've got to ask you though those clips so i I noticed what you do is you clip your backpack to the tether that holds you up on occasion okay do you hook your bow onto the same clip as your backpack or is that another clip
1: i usually use screw-ins
0: Oh, right, because you're on yeah, the private, private land. land. Mm-hmm. So if yeah. you're a p- public land, what would you do? I'd have to figure that
1: out. Yeah. It would probably probably be some kind of similar molly. I've got a little setup for you. Yeah. I saw. Yeah. Jared's got that rope your, boy. Your uh, rope string. got a little, a little video on that, too. You, yep.
0: you know what? I ran into it this week. I, I tried out his method, and I told him I didn't like it. I feel like I offended you a little bit when I said you that. I didn't I'm sorry. me, man. This, you probably
1: I saw your method this week, though.
0: It was fine, but here's a problem with it. <laughs> it, uh, my strap, I cut, and it's been too small for a bunch of the trees we've been. We in.
1: We have gotten in some bizarro trees this week. Oh
0: man, you're leaning <laughs> forward, or, like you look like you're humping the tree, or you're leaning backwards, and or sideways, or it's just hanging so... over
1: an ice cold river with only one foothold. Yeah, the other that one tree and was a, the weirdest one. That was, but it was beautiful.
0: Far, yeah, it was insanely beautiful. Over these big rock cliffs. Down by this cool river, yeah, that was amazing. So we, uh, I gotta ask, you, actually, before we go on, I'm just looking at Jared and I'm thinking, I'm worried about you. How's your nipple doing, dude? <laughs> oh gosh, so <laughs> I forgot about that. Actually, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that nipple's healing, or
2: so after after we got here and we got all settled in the in camp, the teepee, we got our teepee. stove
0: and our wood and our, our stuff laid out. We which is the thing slept we that night.
2: And There's a
1: lot of predators around here.
0: There are a lot of predators. And Once they may, may only be the size anticipate. of your pinky. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let's just say that during the night a woolly caterpillar 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 yep decided to snuggle with me all night up and under my sh- up, up under my shirt. Do you
0: think it was if thought your nipple was a caterpillar? I don't know.
2: It it doesn't even look like a caterpillar. <laughs> well, <laughs> anyway, the fur from the caterpillar must have embedded into my skin, or he was just biting the hell out of me. I don't know. We had to research that. with probably twenty bites all around yeah, it my arm Yeah, the like that fiberglass oh. fur on them. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. Exactly. You're not supposed to touch him because they'll make you itchy. And he was still alive. Yeah. Half of <laughs> half of his fur had been rubbed off, and he was just kind of like limping away. Just <laughs> I I didn't. The tell rest you th- was embedded. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't tell you
0: funny. this. But that night, I'm sleeping, or I'm laying there, and I feel something crawl on my forehead. You threw that on me? I just kind of tossed it off, but it, I tossed it in the middle of the teepee. I didn't know what it was. I, figured, I thought it was like a moth, right? Because it, it was coming. I, what if that was me? You threw a bomb at I me? Might, I might have done that <laughs> to <you. Boy laughs> bomb? Yeah. Anyway,
2: I had bites for probably three days. My nipple itched like nothing else I'd imagine, and it sucked, but it's done now. You moved past it pretty well. I'm past it. He burned. You did you burn I th- him?
0: I threw him right in the fire. <laughs> Holy cow. Ki- <laughs> <laughs> What's with woolies? Do they live in the winter? Because I feel like I always find them in October or, like, November. Yeah, I think they're a later. Like a later bug. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we were up at our
0: camp last month, and they were all over the place. Yeah. I feel like yeah. they always. I always see them, like, curled up and frozen somewhere. Yep. The ones that didn't make. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they weren't fast enough. They were not find a nipple. That first day when we got onto.
2: here, though, was a lot of, lot of new things were happening. Yeah, I was, g- was going to ask you about that. Yeah. So
0: we pull into this place. Call it Place X. It's a big chunk of land, right, yeah, so we, we we've spent a lot of time over the past week kind of picking apart strategies and stuff, so Jared, why don't you start and tell tell everybody kind of how we approached uh, this new place?
2: Obviously, there are a ton of different methods of scouting from a distance. Um, you can use aerial maps, topography maps. You can knock on people's door and ask them, "Hey, you know, have you ever hunted this area? What, what do I do? What do the deer do?" But right, we decided to use our GPS apping mapping, 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 a- app. mapping app, or apping map, apping map, and we, we just started picking apart the place, finding you know where we think the bedding is, where we can see it. fields, ridge lines. Obviously, you can you can see that all, but you can also use those mapping apps and compare them to like a google maps and sometimes they'll give you like a different mapping terrain and we were actually able to find deer runs yeah from yeah. these satellite we images could see them. Yeah, images
1: yeah. from different times of season yes. too yep. that was another thing yep. yep crops or no
2: crops yep so then we all started plotting these you know possible stand locations where we'd like to go where we want to set up camp after a little while we actually shared the points with each other and most of our well, not most of them. Some of our Several. points actually mapped up right against. Each other. Like
0: virtually, I, I feel like a, a large majority of ours were similar, whether mine and yours or yours and yours or mine and right. yours. Right, like exactly. They were all, which, which was encouraging. But actually, it was funny because we had another guy with us who's actually in the tent with us right now, Jordan. Interesting story. He's never hunted. So he, like jumped in the deep end for this but the first couple hunts we did i'm like oh this is a sweet spot i'm really excited about it i didn't tell you guys even much about it just took him out both times we get out there we get set up and on the way in i'm seeing i'm using my flashlight some guy had set up a tree stand right next to ours or had like a tree prepped for it and i had no idea i see the little uh those little Attals. tacks you put in i'm like dang yeah. it you know i thought i was like finding a the sneaky something. spot yeah. and like some other guy had thought about it already jordan and I had
1: a very similar experience the first day that we were on ground scouting. Yeah, we spent our entire afternoon just walking. We're like, "Oh, this is getting good. This is getting hot." The tracks kept getting thicker and thicker. Yeah, Find some really nice rubs, scrape lines, and then
0: I go, "Jared, look up." There's, there's a guy. A, mm-hmm. There's a guy flashing orange <laughs> from the tree stand. Yeah, like, he's probably dr- so mad. Directly these directly
1: at the pinch point that we were heading to. Yeah,
0: these idiots are like finding my spot. Yeah, we we've, we we t- we ran into a bunch of hunters, not. Compare, I feel like it. Like comparatively, not a lot of hunters, as much as like you'll see in Michigan on, on public land. Right. Uh, but we did see quite a bit. Um, a lot of bird hunters. Yeah, a lot of multi-use, lot of just even just walkers, hikers. Yeah. Which we had to roll through a couple times, especially when you're doing twice. We were doing pushes. You were doing one for me, and yep. Jared was. I see these people just walking their dog. You know, yakking it up, big bright like green, safety vest on. Parallel. Green. Yeah, green. <laughs> one guy had a blue one, which is weird. I didn't even know they made that like a high res. <laughs> I mean. Hmm. Okay, so we're we're finding these uh we're, these special areas to hunt. We're trying to pick it apart on maps. When you guys are looking at it, what are things that you're looking for when when you're trying to figure out like best possible points to to find deer? Your... Mark, take I, it
1: away. I, I think the interesting thing is the different hunting backgrounds that we all. Came from and yeah. how we kind of took that knowledge and mm-hmm. brought it together. Like, yeah, a lot of the spots that I was looking at were food to bedding. Yeah, you know, talking with you guys, you're like, we don't hunt crop fields. Yeah, like I,
0: I that was key to have you because I it's so new to me.
1: Yeah, where on this this parcel, we had a lot of uh standing corn, some freshly cut soybeans, one got cut the night that we were sitting while we were sitting there we yeah, watched it just yeah. off from it so yeah just bringing those different perspectives for me i was trying to find pinches between food and bedding where does are primarily going to be moving from and bucks are going to be in there trying to cut them off
0: yeah what about you jared honestly
2: i put out spots that i thought were going to be good so low line areas yep like mark was saying some pitch points uh yep. maybe some draws leading up yeah, you like two draws, rid- I, noticed, I do like yeah. wooded draws. But I guess my main thing w- that I kept telling myself is, even though the spot looks like it's going to be the best thing in the world, you, yes. to hu- you have to hunt the sign.
0: Yep. we talked. That was like our mantra. That's got to be with uh, We'll see what happens. Was we'll, another? See yeah, what happens. we'll see you what happens. keep your hands yes. on the heat. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> but, yeah, like there were spots that I thought were just going to be dynamite. And when we finally got there and got boots on the ground and checked it out, it was miss. Yeah. You know, nothing was there. Weren't any tracks. No good sign. So it's like always have multiple spots, multiple locations yeah. that you're looking for. And
1: understanding what the local deer behavior is. Mm-hmm. Like the thing that just blew me away is that the amount of not necessarily hunting pressure, but just people pressure. Yeah. These deer are so accustomed to cross-country skiers, mountain bikers, yep. all yep. this stuff in here mm-hmm. that we felt like at first we had to get way away from yeah any, that's, that's been our any strategy. maintained trail equestrian trails mm-hmm. this kind of stuff is like get far away and then i feel like as the week went on we started looking at some of these spots that were right 30 40 yards off of a paved walking trail yep. and it's like this yeah. is just hammered with scrapes and rubs. Yeah, and more
0: than we found deep. Yeah. Well, it's funny because, you know, my, my strategy going in was uh, find either oxbows or points in a swamp. Right. You know, get up to those bedding areas. Either get in there and wait for them to come to bed or try to push up into the bed and wait Can for them Can you explain to come a out. little bit what an oxbow is? A little bit? An oxbow is like when the the river kind of does a, a like bend. a nubbin. Like yeah. a switchback, <laughs> <laughs> switch yeah, yeah. It like creates a Jared nipple after I hope it's been <laughs> swollen from all the uh, the woolly pump. caterpillars. Yes. Uh, you know, the last day. Uh, it's a funny story. Yesterday, I'm driving into town to get stuff, and I'm on my way back, and I'm kind of coming t- into the area that we are, and I'm just entering the public land area, and I look to my right, and I see a on top of a ridge, kind of getting ready to cross the road, a 180 inch buck. Biggest buck I've ever seen in my life. Other than, like, if you go to Cabela's, they've got those, you know, record bucks mm-hmm. that are in the middle of the, the room. And I'm losing my mind. It is right. I mean, he was getting ready to cross a hiking trail to go down yeah. by a, I don't know how to say it without uh, giving it away. Basically, a very highly used area Yeah. by mm-hmm. people where there's, you know, different recreational activities going on. Yeah. Which blew my mind because mm-hmm. we're going farther away and we're trying to find, we're going to the deep. Right. And as, like you said, Mark, as the week went on, we were like, let's, uh, Screw it. let's just <laughs> like go let's where just they are. <laughs> well, yeah. it, it, what, one one thing that happened this week that kind of changed my mind was we're walking out, and we're finding a new spot, and this guy, this bird hunter had clearly gone through where it had snowed. And we found this buck who had just hours, must have been hours after this guy went through, walked, just followed his footprints as he was cruising, and just used that guy's footprints to travel more Not efficiently. Not to step
1: in the snow, yeah. Yep.
0: yep ridiculous very different than i guess the places that i've ever hunted where the moment they have any any big buck has any indication that you're there they're gone yep so i don't know what that says i guess that's just you know maybe the the, the moral is like no know, know the deer in your area and how they react to pressure you know yeah. in michigan any decent sized buck will be just they're gone once they once they have any sense that you're hunting then they're gone Here it seems like there are more bucks to a uh, better buck to doe ratio and they're like you said mark they're they're more accustomed to just people being around which was different and it took us a while to kind of respond to and appropriately i would say pretty much the entire week <laughs> holy cow i know man <laughs> We It was like cat and mouse this whole week. You know, we'd, we'd yep. pick a, a strategy. We'd, it was cool because we got to all discuss together, like, oh, here's what's going to happen. Because one of us tagged out early, Jared. Yes. And then we all got to focus on getting somebody else, me, <coughs> uh, a deer. <laughs> so, and, and I, you know, all this to say, you know, obviously really important to, to figure out what the deer are doing. But equally important, I think, was just like the randomness of the rut. Mm-hmm. You know, talk about that, Jared, uh, and how that kind of played out this week.
2: Yeah, so after we got here, we all kind of split up and went our different ways yep. that afternoon just to kind of get some sort of an idea of what was going on so we could hunt in the morning. Yeah. We did. We got some good intel. Yeah. And we did split up that morning. You went kind of off to the north. Mark and I went to a spot just on the east side of a bedding area yep. that we thought was going to be good. Nobody saw anything. No, we We walked we got and-
0: we looked and we saw some sign but not yep, much. Yep, we
2: we bumped a couple does. Yep, you bumped yes. some of that oxbow. Yep, but yep. other than that, we saw a sign. We were hunt going to hunt the sign and nothing. We were coming off of a weekend of very heavy land use. Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah there there's a yep. ton there of people out A ton there. of people when we rolled in on Sunday.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. We Which is funny just to to interrupt how the deer reacted like Slowly they came back to those spots. It where they seemed were, like it. Yeah, as the week went on, they're like, "Oh, these people aren't coming back. I'm gonna go back to those spots." Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So then later on that afternoon, we came back to camp, reconvened a little bit. Yeah. Got some food, re-energized, and then we just went back out. But yeah. I had the great idea saying, "I would like to go float this river." Yeah. Yeah. You and, did. Because you had brought along a uh, inflatable canoe. Yeah. We went up to one of the landings, and Mark and I. We dropped, dropped you off. Dropped me off. Dropped both of us off, and we just started floating because we wanted to see for a quick twenty minute. Yeah, you know, he's, like, 20 minutes, he's like twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. He's can like, go into town, <laughs> grab some firewood, and then come. get It'll us. be quick. So I'm like, okay. So
0: we're we're floating the river. I get a text. Hey, this is gonna be a little longer. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah. And we, what, when did we start? One? Yeah. Throwing at one? It was like 12:31. 12:31 12. 12, like
2: o'clock, and we had barely floated a quarter of the way that I thought we were gonna be able to make it. Yeah. So now our, I'll, I have my bow. Mark's got one camera. Yep. My, my primarily still camera. Maybe mm-hmm. half a jug of water. <laughs> uh, yep. <laughs> you mean a water bottle?
1: Water bottle. Like a a nalgene. Yeah. Half half full Nalgene. Yep. And no all food between
2: the two of us. Nope. And all of a sudden it's like shit. Or
1: warm clothes.
2: Or warm clothes. Like, crap. Uh, we, we probably doing this? Got Are we getting
1: into the story mm. right no, now?
0: I think we get into this. Th- let's, oh. let's see. Yeah, let's get into it. Okay. Why not? Yep. Alright. <laughs> <So. laughs> it's a good story. <laughs> Here
2: we go. Start coming up on, like, what, 2 o'clock, yeah. and Mark and I both look at each other and say, yeah, we should probably start finding a spot, because there's no way we're going to make it back in time. Right. Which was followed by yeah, a you know, tight, tight
1: bend in the river, which <laughs> immediately around was a beaver dam beaver dam impassable beaver dam basically punji sticks mm-hmm. as yeah. we approached in and an inflatable,
2: inflatable canoe it looked like a fortress of spikes facing us and we immediately had to start paddling back up river which it it was a it was a good flow around that turn it was <laughs> and when we finally made the turn it, we were still heading towards the beaver dam so we yeah. really started paddling
0: well after this I get a text from you guys it was funny because you must have been paddling while you texted me like hey it's going to take longer than 20 minutes I'm like okay how long <laughs> I don't know maybe an hour could be the rest of the day <laughs> I'm like yeah, we just well do know. you need me to wait for you or because I'm with Jordan and or I'm like do you need us to wait for you or, or you know should I just go out and assume you're fine
2: yeah there was there was no way we were going to be able to make it back up the treacherous hill mm-hmm. that we've made with the, t- the, with the t- I was
0: not
1: thing. not in the canoe with a happy Jared at that point. No. <laughs> was he mad? He was frustrated, was I he think. Was he crabby though? Was he crabby Jared? It wasn't crabby, it was just like We were I mean unprepared. we had limited time. Yeah. You know? We're my, here for limited days. My time yep. was going to be split between the two of you guys. And Jared was <laughs> going to hunt with me for the first two days. We are going to do some filming stuff the third. Yep. And then I was going to be with James for the last two. Yep. That was at least the initial plan going
0: in. Yep. It's funny how things change.
1: And we essentially just said, you know what? Let's just gain more
0: intel. Yep. Instead of so climbing
1: climbing up a tree someplace stupid, let's float some more. So we portaged the beaver, uh, dam. beaver so, dam. So, yep. so
0: you, por- you got out. Yep. yep, went around it. I didn't know that. So you got out, grabbed the boat, walked it around we the We actually
2: dam. tried to walk across the beaver dam. I tried to walk across. Oh, we
1: wanted to see if we could get right in for
2: future hunts. Uh, hunts. Oh, to walk across yeah. the river, then. across the beaver dam. You but couldn't? It was sketchy. No, there was like one down tree over part of it, and on either side you got rushing water going underneath.
0: Well, and you don't want to mess with a beaver, dude. You dude. know that? Beavers will bite you. Slapped. A school teacher told I-
2: me that one time.
0: I got a, uh, when I was living in New Jersey, I lived by uh, the Delaware Water Gap. Oh, kind of by, it was the, the way that I passed through to get home to Michigan. And one time I'm passing through, and I actually was living in, when I was living in New Jersey, I read this article about a person who was kayaking in that area, the Delaware Water Gap, and had gotten bitten by a beaver. It How did bit her bitten by a beaver? I think it was, something was wrong with it. it Chase you down? Or and she was, I don't know, she was bothering with it. And uh, <laughs> it bit her. She bled out and died. Jeez, she was killed by a beaver. First. So that's why I say.
1: Didn't we climb into like a six-foot diameter tree that had a pretty good chunk out of it? Yeah, it me was and a, you did.
0: Yeah, yeah, we did. We were, like it was insane. A couple times you're, you're, you're walking calling me out
2: for stepping on a few branches in the middle of the river.
0: No, I'm just saying, watch out for beaver. Oh, me and Mark, twice. I we saw we walked past one. I think we we're actually all together. Oh, that's hot.
2: <laughs> Fire is hot.
0: But another time we climbed up that tree, but like some I feel like there's a couple beavers out there that are just like, "Hey, you guys worry about the little stuff. I'm going after that thing. <laughs> the white my white whale, that giant oak." And this we got up into a tree that was huge, and this beaver, I don't know what its plan was. No. But it was going to town. It had been working on it for a while. So it's bar high, man. I like I like the moxie of that beaver. Yeah. Where were we? So you guys Portage? decide you yes. get to this beaver dam, and you're like, "All right, let's go around it." Then what happened?
2: Then we just started looking at maps. We started looking at our yeah. We our stood on the shore for a bit.
0: I think mm-hmm. after the beaver dam, without after going the back beaver in.
1: dam
2: before yeah. Like during our portage, we said
0: mm-hmm. let's
1: come
2: up with a game plan. Yeah, and we located an oxbow that we knew we could get into. Yeah, that we wanted to look at. Right, yep. found it, parked the canoe, got out, and then climbed up into the oxbow.
0: So you you okay? Got it. Keep you got on. it. Yep.
2: Okay. And then we just started walking.
0: And let me just interrupt here because at this God time man. i'm with jordan because there's two <laughs> stories here right at this time I'm with jordan and a little background on jordan he's never hunted before got a great film background photography background mm-hmm. so we thought we, we and he, he's just game for anything so we're like hey you should come with so he he came with me and we decided to hunt that night totally different type of area right um, and i want to get into that before we get too far into your story because these are this is, we're going to M night shamalam <laughs> these stories a little bit <laughs> wow so at the same time, Jordan and I are trying to figure out, you know, where can we go where we're not so far out of the way that if these guys need us to pick them up or like there's an issue, we, we could be around. So we hiked for a long time that day. We, we got down. We started going down to where we would think beds were down on the river bottom. Found a bunch of signs, but decided, you know, in Michigan, if you ever would go into a bedroom of sorts like that like there's no way they're coming back so i thought all right let's back out we're not even gonna mess we walked in there it's it's ruined so we went back up and we actually went to more of the hills and found kind of benches and these valleys where i found some rubs and figured we'll post up these bucks might you know I have tons of sign it seemed a little old but i thought you know this is a cool pinch point it could be something cool it's an oak and it's a valley with a bench and so we're sitting there while you're kind of doing this thing. Anyways, that's that's the stage. That's what's going on. And t-
1: to backtrack real quick, we had an insane shift in weather. Yeah, so throughout oh, the point. week. So yeah. early in the week, we were looking at oak as there was just acorns everywhere. It yep. seemed like every
0: oak Viable tree we walked under out
1: here was just littered with acorns. So we were looking at Literally that. Literally picking them up. Yeah, yeah, by the handful. Which but is I,
0: why I went there. I was like, oh.
1: Right. And then our, I think our game plan kind of shifted later in the week as we got four inches of snow and cold weather. <laughs> Dropped to single digits. Yeah, to the ag fields. But I think going back to our planning and preparation we were looking toward oak groves um, yep. hardwood as being food source
0: yeah absolutely that's a good mm-hmm. point because at least we're, again going back to the, ch- the different locations in michigan we're not gonna we're not typically getting that type of weather uh, yeah really i remember really
1: standing right. on that oxbow with you going what do they eat? Yeah. Right. They're sleeping here. It's clear we found beds. But where are they eating? But there's, there's no food Other here. than a little bit of browse here and there, there's no major food source. So I think that was our ultimate decision to go towards
2: Climb the, high. Yeah, the field of dreams. Which <laughs> which we did. <laughs> After we got in that Oxbow, we, Mark and I started pushing up to a spot where we thought was going to be a food source.
0: So you decided you decided to get off, and you said, "This look, this is an Oxbow. This is a place for us to check out." Is that how you decided to go there?
1: On the opposite side of the river. Opposite. Of yes. So tougher, op- tougher access. Yes. That
0: was one. That was what I wanted to get Very into. Very difficult. You chose us yep. difficult access and Oxbow, and possibly food source. Are you saying that too, or no? We
1: wanted. There yes. was a private crop
0: field at the top. And oh, and right. oak. So we thought double whammy. Yep oak horns, as my daughter will call them yes. sometimes. the acorns all <laughs> on the ground right yep yeah i saw the picture jared had like it was bountiful <laughs> it was it like was a whole handful like
2: thanksgiving on a hill yep. yep, yep so we start moving more towards the we'll call it the small mountain oh so yeah, to speak, yeah, yeah, yeah off yep. over there yep and cliffs involved. the cliffs yeah and we get there and we run into a wall a cliff wall
0: what do you so you're you're literally kind of cliffed out in and in we're a cliffed way. out
2: we can't move anymore towards this field and so
0: you're down low and the field is how many like way up way like up like we're talking like five, plateau 500 feet okay. above us okay so you're trying to figure out how to there's no way like there. how
2: do we get up there so then we look off more towards the river and there is a what a three foot ledge right near the river that the deer are actually using down below down below
0: you know I saw that too
1: I saw some of the craziest feats of Mm -hmm. deer ingenuity and maneuvering this week. Yeah. I think I've ever seen some of the steepest hills. I I can't imagine visually seeing a deer walk on a two, three-foot-wide shelf with a cliff down to a river Mm -hmm. with hooves on rock. Yeah but right? they clearly did it because there was tracks going in and mm-hmm. out of it in the mud. Yes.
0: Now, I have a question cuz I on the other, I scouted at that time. You have
2: all the questions.
0: Well, obviously, this is another question. On the other side of the river, I'm seeing that too, right there they're going down this steep embankment down to the river. I was wondering, are they're not crossing, I don't think. I thought maybe they're drinking or just using it as like a passageway. But later on the week, Jordan was sitting out, we had him scouting, and he saw a bucket out of its bed. Just jump it through in the river. It's what
1: single digits. Single
0: digits. It jumps in the river. It's just rut and buck. What was it an eight point eight ten point? Anyways, we'll call it a ten. We'll call it a ten point for the sake of the story. And <laughs> it swims across the river and just shakes off and just keeps cruising Back to run. like <laughs> it like it was nothing. Like it was nothing.
2: Like it was so all like, part of the deal. Which
0: is, was shocking. That was shocking to me because I thought maybe they would do it if you're chasing them or they were running away. But this deer had no reason I to do it other than had no idea we were some there. Some chasing some tail. So anyway, so you guys are seeing these incredible feats where they're they're finding a secret passageway, basically where they're realizing that they're safe down there because nothing's gonna, Correct. nothing assumes. Pretty that much, you there. have to
1: be an idiot or a very dedicated bow hunter to yeah. try and get down there. Right, <laughs> right. <socks> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Which we, I
0: think some of the guys we saw were were trying that. Remember that guy was the, the guy that claimed to have seen the eighty one hundred and eighty inch buck. Like yeah, you. That we didn't believe. Like you. Until, I, until this morning. Until these two <laughs> si- eyes confirmed it.
2: I don't know if I believe you either. Oh,
0: dude. It was, an, it blew my mind. <clears throat> I dro- almost drove off the road when I saw it. And then, then I did drive off the road, hopped out, <laughs> grabbed my bow, and tried Come to here, s- you. Tried to sneak around as I crossed the road just because I thought it would be a great story to be like, yeah, Putting I was Putting on the sweat old pants, sweatpants stock. <laughs> like sweatpants and a black coat.
2: Comes back with a monster. As I was. Bucks. You
0: sent me to get wood. I came back with Buck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's that. It, anyways, uh, so you guys. Again, I don't want to go too far into the story yet. I want to. I'm setting it up because we're gonna get into the story on the next episode. Oh, okay. I see what um, you're doing. But here. so you. So anyways, you guys decide. This is a great Oxbow. This has got food. You see food above, but you get out and you find out the food's too high take
1: um, For us to get, to. yeah, <laughs> not these
2: crazy deer. Yes. were they climbing up there? You think? Oh yeah. So we we finally start getting up into a draw that's leading up to this place. Yeah.
0: God, I didn't. I mean. So you you got there when you landed? What happened? Because I know there was more things than. You know, landed where? You landed. You get out on this oxbow. You realize- We've already gone there. The corn is too high. What do you do next? We
1: just walked. We just walked. Where get,
0: did you walk and why?
1: Just hills. We just kept following. We
2: followed Ridge lines. A, we followed After we got on the oxbow, yeah. we got cliffed out. Went on the two foot- Oh, you low. guys walked it. I didn't know Yes, that. we walked that. And then found ah. a, a draw leading up this ridge- up to the, to the sacred field.
0: Uh, so that, that's the way, that was their entry point. Was that standing corn, you said? We didn't know. We never made it we up there. We never made it up there. there. Oh, because it, it was, was li- We
2: were standing on a high ridge hiking trail, I guess we can call it. Yep. Okay. And oh, it was
0: actually like a, a a dedicated hiking trail. Yes. I didn't know Once that. Once we got up
2: there, yeah. Yeah, okay. there was signage and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we finally pinpointed where the field should be on our app, and we look up, and it's what? Another 150-foot climb.
0: Why didn't mm-hmm. we ever go back and find that trail? I didn't know that you found a trail there.
2: You know where we parked to do the the uh, death march? Oh, yeah. It's back up there. Oh, okay. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So death march. we're up there. It's now 3 o'clock.
0: In the afternoon. In the afternoon. We've got <laughs>
2: yeah. an hour and a half left of sunlight. And it's like, you know what? We're burning a day. We're walking around. We're just going to get some intel. What's going on up here?
0: Yeah, what were you looking for? Uh,
2: obviously, we're walking for looking for any kind of sign that we can find. The initial intent was to find a cliff
1: face to perch up on and look yes. over the entire prairie so area. So you were hoping and, a glass up there. And, yes. Yeah, and river bottom down below. Yep. Yeah, we could yeah. essentially see for two miles from up there, and mm-hmm. we just thought, hey, this is no better spot to be able to get a lay of the land and see how these deer are utilizing this terrain. Yep.
0: Interesting. So you were just hoping to get up high and look around.
2: Yep, and find food. So we again,
0: def- you're going back to the strategy: f- food, wa- uh, food betting, f- yes. get in between. Yep, and find sign. Food plus you plus betting equals strong, strong. I don't Success. know. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Dead bucks. Dead, Dead bucks.
2: How f- how far into that story are we getting?
0: Well, I I want to take a moment here to go back and uh, cover a few things that you know that you've talk- talked about. I feel like you've glossed over a little bit. Wh- when you say you you get to this and you're looking for sign, I, I feel like are you looking for like buck sign are you looking for doe tracks buck tracks like deer trails what, what are you what are you looking for and what, what's like dictating your movement at that point
2: if i get into an area that i've never been before yeah and i've got few places that i've pinpointed i am looking for fresh tracks okay something that has been within the last 12 hours
0: how can you tell when there's leaves on the ground though like how are you because right at that point it had not snowed yet
2: honestly you gotta you gotta do your dildo due diligence yeah. and know what a fresh track looks like sure. rather than an old track. So, so it had it had grat- it had rained. Yeah. There at a point it had rained. Yep. So obviously you can tell between a fresh track or a track that's been rained on. Yeah. And a quick way to do that, step on a fresh piece of dirt and look how your own boot track looks. Right. As opposed to the track that you're looking at. Yeah. If it looks more crisp and clean, obviously it's fresh. Yeah. If it looks like it's been a bunch of dimples on it, it's going to be a day or older. Yep. so I'm looking for fresh tracks I'm looking for fresh scrapes that yep. don't have any leaves on them um, Oh,
0: right because right, leaves would fall in and they'd tell you it hadn't been scraped exactly. up again
2: and then fresh rubs really Did you find any down there we found we found rubs we've actually walked into a place that I've never seen before there was probably close to 12 15 rubs yeah all in one 20 foot section
0: were they were they big rubs
2: it varied okay on you know a three inch Diameter trees to <laughs> small saplings being up matched to that one up. cedar, <laughs> yeah, into that big <laughs> cedar that was probably I don't know six and a half, seven inches diameter.
0: So you're saying, and, and when you're looking at big, are you talking big in terms of the size of the tree that it's choosing, or
2: Diam- I'm talking like di- the diameter of the tree. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm looking for how high it is on the tree.
0: What what's the difference there?
2: So they say bigger bucks will make higher rubs because yeah. they're not going to want to bend down, obviously, yeah. more towards the ground. But th- is it really true that big bucks make big rubs? Yeah, I know I one know. thing's for tr-
0: for true, yeah, big bucks make big tracks big bucks make do make big tracks.
2: <laughs> we saw a lot of big
1: tracks <laughs> this <not> week. holy
0: <laughs> cow, man, there was some like half my foot that big that big buck that we saw definitely I saw some of his tracks were were sizable, okay, so you're looking for that kind of sign we're looking for sign i yep. wanted
2: I wanted to see fresh sign, and I wanted it to be consistent
0: consistent fresh sign, yep. And you found it there. uh no, you didn't find it there.
2: No, we just kept walking.
0: So you kept we just walking? Want, we wanted.
1: We no, were, we we did. Do you remember getting into that bedroom where we were like, all of a sudden it got thick? We were in the acorn, the oaks. hmm And then all of a sudden we came into that zone where it was full of briars, and it was like every tree we looked at. Yeah, that's at. the one I'm talking about. Okay. That's the one I'm talking okay, about. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. I thought you were still back down in Mm-mm. the
2: prairie, no. oxbow No, nothing area. was in the prairie. I'm oxbow. talking up on the ridge. Yes. We walked into like yes. these saplings on... I don't know what you call yep. that. It's just like the top of a ridge, That's and true. it was just tore up.
0: So you think they were up on those, and rather than down below, they were kind of bedding up there. hmm You find bed, but beds?
2: The, we did. We found beds. We found scrapes up there. We actually walked up on one. A scrape? On, on the climb up.
0: You walked up on a scrape or a deer? A scrape. Okay, yeah, 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 So you get up there, then what happens? I feel
2: like we just went over this man.
0: No, next. What what happens next? What happens
2: next? We decided at that point we were going to have an intel day. Okay. Yeah. So
0: you're, you're deciding to scout. Yeah. I'm waiting for you to go. You can go on to the story. Keep uh, going. Okay.
2: You want me to tell the yeah. whole story?
0: Yeah, we'll cut it up. We'll, we'll figure it out.
2: Okay. I'm trying to remember back then. I know what happened. Yeah, we got oh. out to the the overlook. It was a little thicker than we had expected. Mm-hmm. The second overlook? Oh yes, 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 yeah. yes,
1: yes. Does that before or after you dropped your coat? That was after. You dropped your coat. Yeah, I had hoodie strapped to my backpack and it had <laughs> slipped
2: out in, in the uh, bri- in a different briar patch.
0: In a
1: different briar patch, got there were a lot of briar
0: patches.
2: Yeah, I got. You pulled. ever seen? You've seen the Little Mermaid, right?
0: Yeah, I've seen the Little Mermaid. You yeah. know how
2: like them weird things always like went and grabbed at everybody. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. takes me happened. out, man. That's yeah. what it was like. <laughs> yeah. That is true. Well so <laughs> so they ha- they happened to snatch snatch my hoodie. <laughs> so you so guys had to double back. At, uh, yeah, at this point Increasing the traffic that is yes. through. At this point.
1: But total butterfly effect if we hadn't gone back for my hoodie, there That's would be right. there would be no dead deer. <laughs> there I'm would be just no dead. I'm just saying that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we, at this
2: point we are so dog tired. We had been walking and floating all freaking day and we get to this overlook and it's just so thick. We can't see anything and Marcos shit where's my coat (laughs) i think i dropped my coat so like let's go look for it he's like no man we've come too far i'm like no let's go look for it so we go back and we find it and then we move just one trail down the ridge yep to essentially get back to where we started back at that overlook Mm -hmm. because we started heading down from the overlook because obviously like we said it's too thick we had came up that draw originally yep and we decided let's go to the bottom of this draw we're just going to sit down there and we're just going to see what happens Yep. This is the kind of stuff in the
1: digital scouting mm-hmm. that me, at least being new to it, putting those pieces together, it's so hard to do until you get feet yeah, on the ground. It. Yeah, it's totally You're like, different. okay, yeah. I can look at a bunch of topo lines and I can go, yeah, it's obviously steep here. It's not there. Yep. But when you're standing there and you go, there is no way for a deer to get from up, up there to down, down here there. without coming through this 20-yard shoot, yard shoot yep. wide shoot between these rocks. Let's have a seat on the edge of these rocks and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. So we did.
0: So you did. So we. And then did. you slept. Is that when you napped?
1: I was short on sleep for <laughs> you sure you were tired, from the man. first two nights. Uh, that was, I think, my first and only cat nap of the trip. Was it,
0: was it really? Was it? You didn't sleep in the stand at all. No. I. S- I'm you
2: telling you, we walked all long. Way. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying it's bad. I
0: would have thought you. You sometimes you close your eyes and you just
1: listen for a while. Yeah. You know. No, I I set my camera up. The yeah. light was getting low at this point. I mean, mm-hmm. we're talking like last forty-five minutes of daylight. Yeah. Set my camera up for low light conditions and had it on my lap and dozed off for maybe five minutes or so. I woke back up and Jared and I are kind of just looking at each other and yeah. just like, hey.
0: Yeah. So you. So we're gonna we're gonna stop this episode here. Oh, uh, while while Mark is what sleeping. Yeah, we're gonna see that here. <laughs> um we're gonna ask you to come back and listen to happen uh listen to hear what happened to this, this hunt. We're about an oh, hour in I was trying to get us to about fifty five minutes. A little bit of blue ball going on here. I know <laughs> I like it.
2: Everybody, thanks again for taking a listen to this episode. Head on over to our Instagram page to stay up to date on everything that we're doing. If you're feeling squirrely, go smash that subscribe button on wherever you're listening to this podcast. We and, appreciate it. And tell your
0: friends that we are Hot Hop-boga.